Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Look at you. Your nails are ready for our trip. You just did your Disney designs. You're all set. My Mickey nails. Yeah. All right. You ready? I am. Uh, The first story from the Disney Parks blog is about a blacksmith who is forging the metal masterpiece for Disney's uh, Tiana's Bayou Adventure. That's right. If you want to get a little look at the weather vane that's going to go on top of the attraction, probably on top of the water tower, you can head on over to the Disney Parks blog and see a little feature on Louisiana Master Blacksmith Daryl Reeves. He is from New Orleans. He is a Vietnam veteran and has been doing metalwork in New Orleans for 50 years. Wow. So they are really going authentic, involving craftspeople from the area. Uh, and of course, you know, he's very honored to uh, to be doing this. And there's a nice little video in there from the uh, YouTube, uh, the YouTubes. The, the YouTubers? Yeah, that, right. uh, that you can watch. So Princess and the Frog-inspired Tiana's Bayou Adventure is expected to open at both the Disneyland Resort and Walt Disney World Resort in 2024. Right. There's a new private Star Wars photo shoot that's coming to Disney World. That's right. If you're a fan of getting photos taken and you like Star Wars, this is right up your alley. There is a new 20-minute photo session called Capture Your Moment available through Disney's PhotoPass service where you get a... It's not a photographer anymore. It's an image specialist okay, who will walk with you for a 20-minute session and you will be able to take pictures in Galaxy's Edge. They are uh, specialized photos. Uh, it's for you and up to eight guests. The photos are not included with the cost of the session. However, if you have a photo pass entitlement like Memory Maker or Memory Maker One Day, or you are a qualifying annual pass holder with the photo pass download benefit, you can download the photos taken during the session at no extra cost. Of course, you can always opt to purchase your photos individually. The cost of the Capture Your Moment photo session is $99. All right. So it's, you know, that's your sitting fee, right. essentially. Um, bookings for this experience are going to be open uh, beginning January 17th, with sessions being offered daily starting January 24th. Uh, the sessions can be made online, and uh, you can make your sessions up to 60 days in advance, and there are a limited number of same-day reservations available through the My Disney Experience app. Very good. And this joins the other Capture Your Moment experiences at Animal Kingdom, Epcot, Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios. They do have uh, Capture Your Moments available in Toy Story Land, Hollywood Boulevard, or Sunset Boulevard. Nice. So that's uh, pretty cool. You're not uh, allowed to, you don't have access to the attractions, uh, Oga's Cantina, or Savvy's Workshop during the photo shoot. So you can stuff do stuff outside of buildings. Um, you know, they do a lot of uh, Star Wars themed photos. I think the coolest one they showed was the little kid kind of looks like he's force pulling a lightsaber into his hand. Uh-huh. Um, but, uh, it, it, you know, just another cool option. Yes. Very cool. Would you care to give us a construction update for Tiana's Bayou Adventure at Disneyland? Well, they've added some additional scrim. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. They're also doing work on the flume area and they have added some gray plaster on the top of the mountain. So they're changing the, uh, you know, the, the, the shape, outline, and the shape yeah. silhouette of the mountain. Okay. Um, you know, we've mentioned before that the California version of the attraction is a few months behind mm-hmm. the Florida attraction. And that is, of course, because that ride closed a few months later. Uh, they have done some additional metal work uh, on the attraction. And that is due to 
the fact that that's going to be the location of the Tiana's Foods Water Tower okay. uh, that will live on the uh, mountain. So, you know, they continue to work on the exterior. And as, we, as we've seen in glimpses, they are continuing to do work on the interior as well. Right. The Mark Twain Riverboat at Disneyland has a new paint job. That's right. The Mark Twain Riverboat has been undergoing a refurbishment and is expected to reopen on February 3rd. Uh, you know, it's still covered in some scrim. It's got scaffolding around it. There's some plastic over the windows, but it does have a bright new coat of white paint. Uh, and it looks spectacular, right? You know, I think that's one of the problems with the uh, riverboat in California is when it goes down for refurbishment, they really don't have anywhere to take it. Right. So it just kind of gets moved over. They put scaffolding over it. And it's been like this since uh, 2023 in September. Wow. So it's been a good four or five months since they've started work on it. Right. Disneyland just seems like construction central. Yeah, I think it is right now. Um, they're working on the Astro Orbiter. That's right. We mentioned that some of the elements of the Astro Orbiter were off as they worked uh, to refurbish the attraction. Well, now it has been announced that the Astro Orbiter has been completely deconstructed. Wow. Uh, so the entire attraction is gone. The ride vehicles, the tower, the Tower of Planets, uh, all gone. It's one heck of a refurbishment. Yeah, the only thing left sitting there right now is the base, which is, of course, surrounded by construction walls. Right. There is a new contest uh, that can be entered by Disney Plus subscribers to win a free trip to Disneyland during Pixar Fest. It's actually a little more than that. You have to be a Disney Plus subscriber and a D23 member. Oh, both, huh? So if you are both, there is a new contest. Uh, the winner gets a vacation package for up to four guests to Disneyland. Specific dates are not listed, but it is expected that you will attend between April 26th and August 4th, 4th of 2024. That is when... Pixar Fest is running. The contest is open to all legal residents of the 50 states and D.C. who are 18 years of older. As mentioned previously, you must be an active Disney Plus subscriber and a current D23 member. The contest ends on January 24th at 5 p.m. Uh, so you can head on over to the D23 website and enter that. All right. Disney has officially confirmed that World of Color 1 will return to California Adventure in January. That's right. They've been doing World of Color Season of Light since mid-November for the holiday season. But as Cheryl mentioned, World of Color 1 will be back beginning on January 19th. Good. Earlier reports had it returning in March, but Disney uh, changed their mind about that and brought it back early. Very nice. Tis the season for refurbishments, I think. Um, Paradise Garden Grill at California Adventure is going to be closing for refurbishment next week. That's right. You know what they don't have for refurbishment season? What? Any type of holiday specials. No. There's no songs. <laughs> no. It's just refurbishment season. Um, as Cheryl mentioned, Paradise Grill at Disney's California Adventure will be closed. Uh, they are closed beginning today, January 8th, and they will be closed through January 21st. Uh, they need to get it reopened because Paradise Grill is usually a participant in the park's Lunar New Year celebration. Uh, and that will officially run at California Adventure from January 23rd through February 18th. All right. They better get it together before then. Do you know what it will be in this uh, new year, the Chinese New Year? Uh, it's not the rabbit. No. Mm, it's not the dragon. What else is there? It's Year of the Dragon. It is the dragon? It is the dragon. Oh, that's a big year. You know what's really good radio? Or when I, with me going, mm, When you go, mm, 
dumb. Well, you shouldn't ask me questions that put me on the spot like that. That is true. Or you should ask me and then pause it and then let me think and then bring it back. But that's not real time then. But the people wouldn't have to listen to me go, mmm. That's true. <laughs> All right. So for our next story, um, they have updated the hours for the Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom for late January. You know what we should have told our listeners? What? That we're done with the news in California and we're heading on over to Florida. All right. So as Cheryl mentioned, uh, Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom have extended hours in late 2020, uh, January 2024. Magic Kingdom will continue to open at 9 a.m. January 21st through 27th. However, uh, they were scheduled to close at 9 p.m. on those dates, but on January 21st, 26th, and 27th, Magic Kingdom will close at 11 p.m., and January 22nd through 25th, it will close at 10 p.m. All right. Uh, extended evening hours for deluxe and DVC guests will be from 10 p.m. to midnight on January 24th. And then over at Animal Kingdom, they're going to be opening at 8 a.m. on January 21st, 22nd, 26th, at 27th. January 24th and 25th, they will open at 9 a.m., and the park will stay open until 7 p.m., as opposed to their originally scheduled 6 p.m. every day. All right. How about a construction update on Tiana's Bayou Adventure for uh, Florida? Oh, it's scintillating. Oh, is it? It is. They've moved construction walls. Uh, oh. They've, they've moved them back behind the Frontierland train station. Um, we know that part of the Flagstone Walkway over there opened in mid-December. Uh, they're also working on the mountain facade where they have removed some scaffolding. So when we were there in early December, there was scaffolding all over the uh, all over the mountainside there. Right. Uh, but they have added some more fake trees with uh, branches and leafy Spanish moss. Uh, so it, it's really coming along. Uh, they've got a lot more of the outside done as opposed to what's done in California. Right. Yeah, it's starting to actually look like something at the Florida location. Yeah. So uh, we'll probably get some pictures. Uh, look forward to seeing the new walkway and maybe getting to ride the train this time. I know. Yeah, we missed it because we forgot. We showed up it, late. We forgot it closed at dusk. Yeah. The scaffolding has gone up in the UK pavilion at Epcot, and that blocks off a section of the garden there. Yeah, and that's a shame because that's a nice little garden in the back section of the UK pavilion. Uh, the new scaffolding joins the scaffolding that went up in late December 2023, as they have put uh, scaffolding on the facades that face the garden in the UK pavilion. Uh, of course, what does that mean? Refurbing the area. Yeah, it's the season. Tis the season for refurbing. Oh, that's very yeah, nice. Like good that? job. Good yeah, job. Thank you. Um, is it the season for Crocs? Yeah, I think it is. I mean, do people wear Crocs year-round? They do. I don't know. They had been gone for a while, and now they're back. Uh, but they're also stuck in escalators. Yes. The escalator in the land pavilion, uh, specifically the up escalator, um, has been closed again temporarily because another pair of Crocs have been caught in the, I don't know, the, the, the top. The teeth. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this happened last week. It happened again this week. I don't know if these, I hate to use the word moron because. Uh, I don't know because I think like looking at, there's a picture here and looking at them, they're probably like little kid Crocs. And, you know, Crocs are very um, sort of bulky and clunky. Right. And it's hard enough, like if you're talking and not paying attention, it's easy enough to have your shoe get caught in, the, in those mm -hmm. things. And I don't know, I feel like it could rip your toe off. I'm always super nervous when we get to the top of the escalator. Right. Uh, or the bottom. Um and then if you're a little, like, you know, because I get caught up in talking and I'm not paying attention to what's going on, but little kids are even worse. Right. They're never paying attention to anything. They're always stepping in front of you and tripping over themselves. They don't know what the heck they're doing. So, you know, yeah, you're wearing a pair of Crocs and you're seven years old. 
those things are going to get caught in there. Do you think they're going to have to position a cast member at the top of the escalator <laughs> to start step. warning people Please that step. you're coming near the end? <laughs> or maybe mm-hmm. just a little announcement, you are coming near the end of the escalator. Nope, little kids Please aren't going to pay attention. Lively. No. Seven-year-olds do not pay attention. No, they don't. But uh, but as long as no one's getting hurt, you know, it's no just a closed hurt, escalator. But it, it is tough because there's... That there's a little staircase next to it. Yeah, it hurts the And that flow. escalator moves a lot of people out yeah. of there because there is no ramp. It's yeah. the elevator, the escalator, and the stairwell. And it's not that big a deal in the middle of January, but it was a huge big deal. During uh, Christmas week. Right, exactly. Right. DVC News shared the layout of the new DVC cabins at Fort Wilderness. That's right. Uh, as we've mentioned before, the cabins at Fort Wilderness are becoming a DVC property. They will now be known as the DVC cabins at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort. And they have shared the blueprints. Uh, They have announced that the cabins will sit on the same foundations as the current cabins, but they will be remaking them. Um, You've got a bedroom that is uh, about 11 feet by 12 and a half feet, so it's a good-sized master bedroom. There's a great room that's uh, 19 by 12, uh, and then there is a bathroom that's uh, pretty good size. There's also a 20 by 8 wood deck out there. Uh, They're going to be able to accommodate six. There is a queen bed in the master bedroom with uh, twin bunk beds. And then there is a Murphy-style bed in the living room next to the television. So, um, you know, they've also got a table that seats six. Now, one difference that there is in this DVC property is most DVC properties that have a bedroom uh, usually have a washer-dryer. The studios don't, but Mm -hmm. the one-bedrooms do. Right. Uh, So this will not have uh, individual washer and dryers, but they will have a shared uh, washer dryer area that other, you know, DVC cabin guests can use. Right. So they'll just have a laundry room. Right. So I think the interesting thing about this uh, redesign and what makes it so much better than what was there before is the way that they're doing the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So they have a bathroom, but then outside of the bathroom is a vanity area. So they have a separate um, sink um, and vanity. Right. So you don't, they have a sink and vanity also in the bathroom, but they have one outside. So now you have two sinks, two places to get ready. Um, the bathrooms in the um, the old cabins mm-hmm. were super, super tiny. They were. Um, so this is definitely an improvement. They were also positioned like right next to the bedroom. Right. And then before the great room. So they've, they have made changes to the layout. Yeah. Um, these new cabins um, are going to include ramps that go up to the wooden deck. Okay. Um, some of them will have stairs, but a good portion of them will have decks. Uh, and they will maintain the um, uh, grill. And parking spots. Okay. So there will be a grill and a parking spot, just like there were with the old cabins. Yeah, so the that. sizing isn't changing, obviously, since they're using the same pads. Right. Um, I think they're just making better use of the space. Yeah, they're just becoming more like a little home as opposed to a You just a love cabin. to say that. You're very excited about the little home concept. I, I am. I'd like <laughs> to move into a little home. Yeah, right, with all your stuff. Yes. So let's head into some entertainment news where the top 10 most watched original streaming series have been announced. All right, let's see if I watch them all. All right, so number one was the eight-episode third season of The Mandalorian. Didn't watch it. You did not watch that But it's yet. really, that was number one? That was number one. I feel like I need to watch it now. Number two was Loki. So good. Yes, you watched that. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three was Ted Lasso from Apple. Also amazing. You watched that. Uh, Netflix's You was number four. Mm. Number five was Hulu's Only Murders in the Building. We watched that. Uh, they've also got uh, received 11 Emmy nominations and five Golden Globe nominations, and the Golden Globes are on tonight. They so are. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm recording it so we, I can watch we it We don't after have this. any updates uh, for entertainment news on that. Uh, Black Mirror by Netflix was number six. Number seven was Marvel's Secret Invasion. Mm, okay. Uh, you did see that. I did. 
Oh, no, I saw that. Okay. I was like, I don't watched, remember. You watched the first two episodes and then bailed. Okay. Number nine was the Ahsoka series. And then uh, the list uh, finishes out with FX and Hulu's The Bear at number eight and The Witcher at number 10. Why did we There's no number, number nine? nine. Oh, <laughs> number nine was Star Wars. Okay. So we went seven, nine, eight, ten. You've probably watched more of them than I have. So Disney, uh, looks like Disney had at least five they had a lot of them, uh, yeah. series out of the top ten. So they're definitely getting their money's worth. Now, unfortunately, although Disney was very high on their show American Born Chinese, mm -hmm. uh, they have canceled it after one season due to a lack of viewership. Huh. Uh, the producers do plan to shop the series to other streaming outlets. Interesting. Uh, but it has been canceled on Disney. And in sad news, uh, if you are a Mary Poppins fan, Glynis Johns, who played Winifred Banks, mother to Jonathan and, I'm sorry, mother of Jane and Michael, uh, has passed away. She was a Disney legend and she was 100 years old. Wow. Um, so uh, very sad to hear. She was born in October of 1923 in South Africa. Her performance in Mary Poppins won her the Laurel Award for Female Supporting Performance for Mary Poppins. Uh, she was named a Disney legend in 1998 and retired from acting in 1999. She is the first and only Disney legend to become a centenarian. Oh, wow. Now, Dick Van Dyke is 98. Ah, uh, so he's going to he do it. he's approaching it. He's going to do it. And uh, I'm hoping that he can make it. So somebody needs to wrap Dick Van Dyke in some bubble wrap. <laughs> um, I did watch, there was a, a special... Uh, they did a special on him uh, on CBS uh, two weeks ago okay. for his 98th birthday. But they also did a little for piece. For his 90th birthday? 98th birthday. 98th birthday. And they also did a little piece about him on CBS uh, Sunday morning. Okay. Which was a shorter piece. Did so they I, have him on, that. like, interviewing him? He was on. You know, he sounds old, but he gets together with his barbershop quartet and sings That's on awesome. a regular basis. And as long as they've still got their mind, they're doing pretty good. Right? So let's hope that he makes it to 100. I know. Not get, you know, he can't get close like Betty White. I know. That was sad. It was. That wraps up our Disney news, so let's head on over to Universal Resort. All right. The pass holder benefits for Uni Universal Orlando pass holders um, are now available. That's right. You can get uh, these benefits from January 6th through January 31st. Pass holders will be able to enjoy exclusive menu items. They will get a separate park entrance at Universal Studios, as well as a free lanyard. And more. And more. So the lanyard <laughs> is uh, retro style. It looks uh, pretty cool. They also have their exclusive pass holder entrance. Uh, that is available from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. If you come in after 3, you just go in with the regular folks. Yeah, because there's no one in line anyway. Right. They do have exclusive dining spaces and exclusive menu items at uh, Confisco Grill at Universal Islands of Adventure and at Lombard's Seafood Grill in Universal Studios, Florida. There are also spent special menu items at select locations like Voodoo Donuts, Antajitos, Authentic Mexican Food, Universal's Great Movie Escape, and Starbucks. All right. Uh, as well as Lombard's Landing, Shea Alcatraz, and uh, the Confisco Grill, Mythos, Comic Strip Cafe. They also get 40% on all Universal hotels on select dates. That's a big deal. So, uh, yeah, nice benefits to be a pass holder at Universal. Mm -hmm. Disney just gives you free magnets. Nice. Sometimes they do special, free special food items. Yeah. Oh, they, they do special food items. You can buy things at Disney. Mm -hmm. There's just not much for free. And I feel right. like that's the same at Universal. But 40% off hotels is is a big deal that you're not going to see it at Disney. Well, Disney gives up to 35% yeah, for guess. their annual pass holders. I guess. Kind of a bummer, but the Universal Legacy Store permanently closed this weekend. That's right. We had mentioned a week ago, maybe a week and a half ago, that there were rumors that the Universal Legacy Store would be closing. 
Well, it was announced uh, that they would be closing, and they closed their doors last night, uh, Sunday, January 7th. That was from a, a press release by Universal. They are going to be making an exciting new experience for their guests. More oh details will be revealed, um, but it is rumored to be uh, transformed into an epic universe preview center. Okay. So uh, we'll see on that one in a few, probably in a few weeks. All right. Circus McGurkis at Seuss Landing has been remodeled, and it seems like maybe mobile order is going to be the only way to get your food. That's right. Circus McGurkis Cafe Stupendous, which is in Seuss Landing at Universal's Islands of Adventure. We all know it's been closed for a long time. It's been uh, undergoing a refurbishment since last summer, and they've released some pictures of the interior. Not much has changed, although they have changed the layout a little bit to add some additional tables. But the big thing, as Cheryl mentioned, is that the area where you used to get your food uh, has been completely removed. Uh, there are no more cafeteria-style lines. Uh, it is now expected that the uh, food will be uh, orders will be taken via mobile order, and food will be delivered to your table. Uh, they are also moving the freestyle machines to the opposite side of the restaurant. All right. At Universal Studios Florida, the horror makeup show will be closing temporarily this month. That's right. January is a slow month, so they are going to be doing a slight refurbishment. It is going to be closing on January 16th, and they don't have uh, an opening date, but it shows on the schedule as being closed from the 16th through the 18th. That's not long. So it sounds like, you know, maybe they're just going to, like, mop the floor during those Yeah, I know, days, right? So. I was actually surprised it's not longer because I feel like... Uh, we went there, you know, a few years ago when we were there, and it wasn't it wasn't a busy time in the parks, right? And there weren't a lot of people in the show, mm-hmm. so it seems almost silly to run them when there's hardly anyone there, right? Well, you know what else they've done because the crowds are light? What they are closing large areas of Universal Studios and opening them later in the day. Wow, not the whole the rides and everything, sections or just of, the sections? sections of the park. Most of the park will open at nine a.m., but the area between Hollywood, which starts at Central Park, all the way to London, will be barricaded huh. and blocked by a team member. So at 10 a.m., E.T. Adventure, Men in Black, The Simpsons Ride, and Kang and Kodo's Twirl and Hurl will open. Oh. Uh, previously, E.T. and Men in Black have been opening at 10, but you could walk through the area. You could walk right. through Springfield. Right, you right. could walk through the uh, Men in Black area. But now, as I mentioned, those areas are closed to folks uh, for that first hour of the day. Yeah. So essentially, that's you know half of the park is closed. Right, but if there's not enough people, you go hit the other attractions first, and right. then I and guess you go to those other ones. It's it's expected that this uh, this closure will remain until the crowds pick up during Mardi Gras and spring break seasons. Okay. So do you have any thoughts on them closing the parks like this? You mean closing portions of the park? Yes. Yeah, I think it's it's good. And I honestly, I wish they would open things later in general. If the whole park opened later, then... Vacationers could sleep a little later. But the whole point of being on vacation is to get stuff done. Right, right. Well, that's the way theme park vacations seem, at least. I guess. All right, so that is all the news for today. Actually, that's all the news for this week, because we will be down in Orlando visiting the mouse. Up at the crack of dawn so we can be first. That's right. And we will be there through next Monday on the Martin Luther King holiday is when we return. So our next show will be on... Wednesday. Wednesday, which is the 17th. Okay, sure. So we'll be back in a week and a half. And until then, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.